Welcome to the PM&R Scholars Podcast. The following is a recording from our virtual residency fair. We were joined by the University of Texas, Austin, PM&R program to discuss the unique features of their residency. Hope you enjoy. Are y'all able to hear me right now? Yep, we can hear you and the screen awesome. uh, looks good. Okay, perfect. Um, so, hey guys, my name is Annie. I'm a PGY4 with the UT Austin um, residency program. It's really nice to meet you guys virtually. I know it's not quite the same and kudos to you guys as medical students like going through this process because I honestly can't imagine how overwhelming it is. And so hopefully this information is somewhat helpful. Um, I'm trying to go to the next slide if I can. Okay, perfect. So yeah, again, just a welcome from Austin, Texas, our beautiful state capital. We're the kind of person that loves good music, good food, landscapes, cityscapes. I think this is just a wonderful place to live and all of us as residents are just so grateful for the opportunity to live here. And I think after doing an intern year in Chicago and that was actually like a suburb of Chicago and paying that rent, I was super excited to come to Austin and being able to afford a two bedroom was really nice. So um, I think this is helpful to kind of think about. I mean, we've all kind of, um, you know, gone through the process of hearing a lot of details about residency programs and just taking a step back and thinking about, you know, hey, why am I doing this? And, you know, how does this really help my future self? And so just thinking about residency as a pathway to help clarify and achieve your personal and professional goals and really practicing for your purpose-driven life, I think is really important. And so just choosing a residency program with yourself in mind and just your future self as well. I'm gonna uh, minimize the box on the side because I'm realizing now that y'all probably can't see the entire slide. So I'll put it just right here. Um, and yeah, through this process, eventually essentially becoming a colleague, which is obviously really important. We wanna be the best that we can for each other. Um, so just allowing your past to inform your now and allowing your now to sort of inform um, your future as well. I would love to take this opportunity for you guys to meet our program director, Dr. Garrison, who is just incredible. Not only does he serve as our program director, he wears many, many different hats. Um, so in addition to that role, he also serves um, primarily as medical director of our inpatient rehab facility, Central Texas Rehab, just a wonderful person, wonderful mentor, um, and someone who I think truly embodies kind of what it means to be um, a lifelong learner. So Dr. Garrison, I'm, I, I believe I saw your name, hopefully you're there, but if you would not mind, um, just giving an overview, I guess, of you know the different faculty um, that are kind of listed on the slide set. Yeah, so thank you, Amy. Uh, yeah, my sure. name is Chris Garrison. I've been a program director for uh, too many years that I can't count. I also serve as uh, the chief of uh, PM&R for Ascension uh, Seton here in Austin, Texas. And recently, uh, I am now medical director of all the uh, uh, sports performance program for Ascension Seton here. We cover the bold uh, uh, soccer club, uh, UT uh, sports rec, a few other elements that, um, sports elements that we also cover. Um, I'd like to highlight uh, Dr. Bergfeld, our associate program director, Dr. Wong, who I think is on the call. Uh, she uh, heads up our consult service and the uh, clerkships does a great job and uh, who would be without, uh, we wouldn't be, exist if it wasn't for our coordinator, uh, uh, Debbie LeBlanc. Um, we all uh, know that and appreciate our coordinators and we have a great one. Um, 
think we got a couple more faculty I want to comment on, Annie. Yes, I can move the slide set for you. Yeah, Dr. Foreman uh, is our pain management uh, specialist, uh, excellent. And um, Patrick Spicer, uh, also our, our former innovation fellow, research fellow, uh, now doing a lot of work in the PEDS rehabilitation area and a lot of work in amputee. A recent addition is Dr. Staggs, who I trained um, quite a number of years ago and now has returned to um, come on as a faculty member to direct our inpatient uh, work and has been doing a fabulous job. Um, so we, as Annie pointed out, we try to um, help uh, residents become colleagues and that's the, uh, the main goal of our uh, residency training program. So Annie, thank you very much for this opportunity to, to chat about our faculty. Of course, yeah, for sure. And just kind of moving forward, um, I'd like for you guys to just get a sense of, you know, um, our current resident class. And so I'm really just so grateful to be able to serve as chief um, for our group with uh, my co-resident, Christina Paul. And so we are an advanced program. So your Austin training will begin your second year, your PGY2 year, essentially. Um, we have six total residents, two per year. So um, essentially, I mean, I guess the biggest takeaway from this slide is I think a lot of um, folks tend to think like, oh, Texas schools tend to recruit like Texas medical students and things like that. Mm -hmm. So actually, interestingly, the majority of our current resident class is from outside of Texas. And so um, just to introduce you guys to our PGY2s, um, Gabby is actually from Seattle, um, went to medical school in California. We have Nam as well, who's from Dallas, went to Texas A&M. Um, we have Eddie and Lindsay as part of our PGY3 cohort. And so Eddie went to um, school in Oregon and is originally from Orange County, California. And Lindsay um, is both from Ohio and actually went to the Ohio State um, for medical school as well. Um, and just going over, I guess, myself. Um, so I'm from Houston. I went to medical school at Vanderbilt and then was fortunate enough to match here at UT Austin. And my co-resident, um, Christina Paul, is originally from Maryland, went to Georgetown for medical school um, and is now in Austin. Um, so yeah, just for incoming class, our two new residents um, starting in July 2021. So we have um, Ali Ahmed, who is from El Paso, Texas, and went to medical school at Texas Tech. And we also have Anthony Revizo, who is from Chicago and went to Midwestern University in Chicago as well. Um, so our next slide is basically just, this looks overwhelming. It's a lot of like text in an Excel spreadsheet, but basically, I mean, I'll break it down for the next slide, but essentially it's like taking the collective schedule and how does this really help inform your life goals and just kind of thinking more about that as we go through each of the rotations is kind of helpful. Um, so if we were to take one residence schedule out of the um, prior slide, it would kind of look like this. So your PGY two year is essentially six blocks and each block is two months. And so um, this person, which I think it actually might even be my schedule. So you start on Central Texas Neuro, which is like your inpatient rehabilitation months. And so um, you'll have that for two months. Um, if you are a PGY two or three, you will be paired with an inpatient senior who is a PGY three or four. So essentially you're working as a single, single academic service for four months out of the total year. But again, that's split into two months and two months. It's very nice because rather than kind of front loading everything with, you know, one year of inpatient, which can be quite physically and mentally exhausting. So from a wellness standpoint, it's super nice. Um, the other advantage is honestly, you learn so much about just the various aspects of PMNR from your outpatient rotations and then bringing that back 
your inpatient rotation, I mean, you'll be able to like see what a difference that makes essentially and really supplements your learning in that way. So I, I really think that's um, a strong point for our program as well. Um, and then we'll go over kind of all the other rotations that are listed basically. Um, so yeah, inpatient rehab, it takes place at Central Texas Rehabilitation Hospital. It is a 50 bed hospital. Again, it's four months out of the year in two month blocks. Um, the single academic service is, is with Dr. Staggs currently, um, and it's a pairing of a senior and a junior resident as well. You see a ton of stuff, and honestly, that goes for pretty much every single rotation that we're on um, in the hospitals that are kind of within the Seton, um, Seton facility set, as you would say, include, um, you know, it's just kind of a catch-all for not only Austin, but it's also a catch-all for the Central Texas area as a whole. So really just a ton of stuff that goes there ends up coming to us, and it's really um, interesting from a learning standpoint, you will to experience some of that. In general, I would say the census tends to lie around about 20 or so, um, tends to go up to 25, but of course that'll be in flux. And so it's to be managing it. So definitely manageable, but still enriching enough that you are seeing a ton of different things. Um, you do have the opportunity to lead team conference. That is a little different from um, some other institutions. You are essentially the attending um, as a fourth year and then as a Third and second, of course, it's kind of graduated, but you attempt to do your best leading team conference um, with supplements from your team members. And we also do participate in like bowel bladder rounds as well. And one thing that I think is interesting with their program is you really get a sense of longitudinal care and that'll make more sense as I go over some of the next rotations, but you get to see kind of some folks on consults and you'll see them at Central Texas and then follow them up in continuity clinic. And so it's just incredible to see their response to you know therapies and treatment modalities and all those kinds of things um, in addition to the things that i mentioned we also have the opportunity for professor rounds with dr garrison and go over a variety of different things um, with him and learn from his expertise as well um, next we have pmnr consults so this primarily takes place at del seton medical center which is 11 level one trauma center again catch all you see everything um, you have one block your pgy two year and one block your pgy four year and when there are interesting consults, we will also go to Seton Medical Center in Seton Williamson, or if it becomes like something like, oh, let's do an electrodiagnostic procedure over there, we certainly do cover those hospitals as well. Um, we work a lot with Dr. Wong, who is, I believe, the physical examination guru, and you get a ton of thorough one-on-one -on -one teaching and mentorship. And for me, I think this was the greatest um, period of growth was really during the PM&R consults rotation. Um, so yeah, we also have like sicky rounds, therapy huddle, all those kinds of things, and just that longitudinal opportunity to continue to monitor folks that we did see on consults a little bit later um, in their path to recovery and just the rehab process. Everyone's favorite topic, I guess, inpatient call. So um, we do not have a requirement for overnight or 24-hour um, in-house call, and so that's really great. But you know, why is it that way? And so we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, on the next slide, but the general gist is essentially you only take call when you're on quote unquote inpatient months. And so that includes Central Texas Rehab and that also includes your consults months as well. And um, so for Central Texas and consults, actually you will cover pages, all pages from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, for Central Texas, you have one weekend per month for two weekends total for your block. Um, and then you have one week of like home call essentially, which is two weeks total. And for consults, you just have the one weekend per month call at Central Texas, which is two weekends total. You do not have the um, one week home call requirement during um, that period of time. So I guess like, why is it the way that it is? So really your call structure should relate and translate into function. And so 
we all want to sort of actually learn during this time period. And it's super important because in the real world, um, if you were to go into something like inpatient rehabilitation, it's very unlikely and quite rare that you would be required to sort of be staying in-house in the hospital. And so learning to perform those in-depth, accurate patient assessments remotely is definitely a skill set that has taken me some time to develop and just super important for being, you know, practical and developing actual real-world experience while also working um, smarter as well. And at the same time, experiencing like a heavy census workload, um, allowing you some time to breathe as well is very important. Um, and just the concept, I guess, of like developing an internal locus of control is also just something helpful as well. So really call learning is what you make of it. And, you know, the difference between an internal locus of control or demonstrating that versus an external locus of control is really, you know, taking ownership and saying, you know, you make things happen. And so it really is what you make of it, just being self-driven, all those kinds of things. Um, continuity Clinic is one of our favorite things and a very unique feature of this program. So this happens with Dr. Bergfeld. It's very much resident-led. So this is like your clinic. It's your patients taking ownership. Um, it tends to happen, well, it is weekly, actually, for one half day. You either will have like an AM or a PM clinic. Um, you also obviously get hands-on physical exam guidance and imaging review opportunities and case discussions and things like that. And we just get referrals from literally everywhere, I feel like. So you just see a ton of pathology and it's just such a good experience. And this is also a scenario where you do see that longitudinal learning and we actually do get to follow up with um, post-discharge Central Texas sort of follow-ups too. So again, a great opportunity to sort of see that as well. And of course, um, since we do have to do this in the real world, um, you obviously are responsible for managing your outpatient inbox, following up on messages, ordering imaging labs, and all those kinds of things too. Um, your selectives, so this is four months total, which are two blocks each. So you wanna tailor and really design your selective and that opportunity is certainly there if you take ownership of it. So um, I, for instance, I guess did a women's health rehab and spinal cord injury rotation at um, TIER and with Texas Children's Texas Women's Pavilion, which was just a very just insightful educational experience. Um, my co-resident, Christina, is very interested in cancer rehabilitation, is actually doing interviews right now. And so she had done rotations at Memorial Sloan Kettering, Johns Hopkins, MD Anderson, actually currently even. Um, we've had folks who rotate at Harvard, um, Shirley Ryan for sports MSK, pediatric pain at Cincinnati Children's, um, just pain management rotations at UTSA, MD Anderson. Um, so really, I mean, if there's something that you're interested in specifically, the world is your oyster, essentially. There's also the opportunity additionally to do research for that two month time period um, and potentially would be open if you did have a, a you know, design for a comprehensive project with some concrete goals and things like that to extend it beyond that time point um, for your next selective as well. Pediatrics is um, just a great rotation as well. You work with Dr. Spicer, um, just very complex, just, you know, patient subset and our inpatient unit is uh, compi comprised of eight beds. And in addition to that, you have um, coverage for that and then the consult service as well. Um, and you also cover the multidisciplinary clinics, including concussion, spina bifida, spasticity, or a digestive hand clinic where you'll see a lot of brachial plexus injuries. Um, in addition to that, you also cover the PEDS rehab clinic and you get your electrodiagnostics, Botox, baclofen pump training during this time as well. Um, some of your other I'm just under five minutes. Okay, thank you. Um, these are some of the other rotations that are listed, outpatient MSK, um, pain, rehab, and so I will leave that for you guys to review at a later point in time if that's okay, but um, essentially it just includes all the things that you would want included during those rotations.
Um, I would love to highlight some of our competitive fellowships just to kind of illustrate where our graduates end up going and a lot of them match into and um, this is just a list of the most recent years and so kind of covers I guess more recently Dr. Reddy matched into neuromuscular fellowship at UC Davis um, we had Allie graduate and go to Northwestern where she was a sports medicine fellow with Shirley Ryan um, but yeah this just demonstrates that our graduates go to top-notch programs competitive programs and end up with top-notch positions at um, within faculty as well in different departments too so that's really cool um, so yeah, I think our program demonstrates the quote on the left, which um, dream big, work hard, stay focused, surround yourself with good people. Our faculty are very highly invested in resident education and training our future colleagues or clear opportunities for um, professional mentorship and really competitive fellowship matches and job opportunities. Again, we talked about, you know, the great opportunities available with selectives, research leadership. Um, really anything you want can be constructed here uh, with our group and your resident group really essentially becomes your extended family and of course UT Austin is in Austin obviously and so um, there are definitely collaborative efforts available um, throughout the UT system too and it's a very hands-on educational program too. Um, didactics of course we have this as well Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. to noon just cover a whole host of topics and I'll leave that there on the left side for you guys to review at a later point in time. We have Journal Club, which is the last Thursday of the month where we discuss about three articles or so, both current and classic, and then the faculty sort of helps us take away, you know, what are the practical points, what are you going to remember, and how is this actually important for you. We do have a virtual meet and greet and sort of happy hour on Tuesday, September 8th from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time for residents and medical students. And so the details for this will be available on the AAP schedule later this week. And if you have any questions, feel, please feel free to contact um, Debbie LeBlanc, who is our wonderful program coordinator. Um, if you have questions, our contacts are listed on this slide over here, as well as our website, so please feel free. Um, we all love each other deeply. You can see on the right side, my co-resident Christine is actually helping babysit and take care of my lovely daughter, Eva, who is now one and a half years old. And so, I mean, we just have a good time together. And I mean, when you're, it's a small program, we're all super close-knit. Um, and it's just a lot of fun to hang out and just great learning all together. Um, so yeah, thank you. Um, I guess, Dr. Wong, I don't know if you're there, but if anyone else is part of the UT Austin program would like to say hi, now's a good opportunity. or happy to take questions To I'm gonna stop sharing my screen so I can um, potentially see the chat too. Okay, if someone asks yes, you can. Contacts one more time. Yes, I will go back, give me just a second. Let me see if I can get to the um, share screen. I'm one of the faculty who saying hi. Thank you so much, Annie, and um, thank you for everyone's participation in this and um, in your interest in our program. All right, so I do have the contact slide up to um, just on the screen right now if you all are able to actually see it. And if there are more questions, if someone doesn't mind. I see some in the chat. Oh, there it is. I see the chat now. Okay. Um, so what do you look for in a program applicant? Um, you know, I think we're very big on the, you know, internal locus of control. Um, I think having a good vision of what you really want and um, being very self-driven, I think would really be something that we're looking for in an applicant and something that uh, will you know give you a lot of success while you're here um, we do have a lot of flexibility with selectives and it's been an incredible opportunity and 
um, I think that is something that's very important. We're a small group too, so you know we we have a, a little family here, and um, you know I think we're just looking for good good people to join our little PM and R family to one day have as colleagues too. So um, I can comment the. Um, why the, why the both Annie and Christina talk about the internal locus of control. It's really about uh, self-starting and the ability to play well in the sandbox with other folks. Uh, and that is reflected deeper into the curriculum uh, where, where um, selectives are at a high level. You get to choose uh, where you want to go, how you want to design a lot of the curriculum, a lot of flexibility in that. And uh, it's reflected. Those that are successful in the residency program are the ones that uh, end up uh, embodying that internal locus of control and uh, being able to be self-starter. Awesome, guys. I'm going to have to call time. Thank you so much. A great presentation. Um, if you Thank you again to the UT Austin PM&R program for joining us, as well as all the PM&R programs that have joined our virtual residency fair. For more information on the Virtual Residency Fair, and as well as PMR Scholars, head to pmrscholars.org.